Hi guys, thank you for listening to The Sacred Trauma. My name is Courtney Ray. Um, If you haven't already found me on YouTube, please go ahead and subscribe to my channel. I will link it in this episode. In this podcast episode, I'm wanting to talk about um, like eating disorders and the coping mechanisms that can often be associated with trauma because you are actually like finding a lot of relief when it comes to like eating food or even like not eating food it's kind of a control thing so i wanted to talk about some information that i've learned recently that's definitely going to help me get back on track with my own health and like my own fitness regimen um so i just want to share a little bit more about myself um in a way that i actually have never did so before so i hope you enjoy and are here for the ride because I want to be here for you. So I actually have restrictions when it comes to my diet because I am lactose intolerant and I was struggling with anxiety when I was younger, which I think was a causing more inflammation and more stomach issues. So I've kind of from the get-go had a bad relationship with food because when you're a teenager or a child and you know like when you eat like your stomach hurts it's probably going to cause problems because nobody likes to be in pain or like suffering and then there's when you realize that your stomach is hurting after you eat food then you want to know the the root of the problem and with my experience that the root of the problem has been something that wasn't always easy to find Um, I did have like a stomach scope done when I was a teenager. I forgot what age I was, but um, they actually like um, did like an endoscopy and they took part of my stomach out. They did some tests and they found that I don't have celiac disease, but I am lactose intolerant. So I cut out dairy from my diet. However, I still was having issues with weight, still having stomach and health or stomach issues and health issues and that was super annoying and frustrating to me. So then um, I kind of got to a point where I would do like my own like trial and error type of diet and I did um, gluten-free and dairy-free and I feel like my health was substantially good for a certain period of time but then it just kind of hits like a peak where I'm like okay I've been eating good And I put good in quotation marks when I say good because since I am not someone who likes to cook, the fact that I have been eating and restricting my diet and not getting enough nutrients on top of all these restrictions of me trying to figure out what works best for me, like, there's long-term damage that has been done to my body, but, like, from being malnourished, from, you know, just trying to get by. And then on top of all of that, like when you work in the service industry or you're going to school like I was, um, the the crazy schedule and the stress of like college or high school or whatever, like different stressors that you have, um, we're the group of people that like has the worst diet anyways. So you add any diet restrictions, health issues, anxiety into the mix, and it honestly it just sucks and I think like that's something that needs to be talked about way more openly because if you realize that your gut health plays like such a huge role in like your overall health um that is something that like isn't even understood
and I think talking about gut health has become more common however most people don't really want don't really want to get into gut health when they don't have the time in the first place so I definitely want to offer like what I've learned and what I did that helped me with issues with food and how I'm going to get back on track from falling off on like a whole entire fitness regimen and even just eating substantially good I've fallen off completely like off the ship like I've been thrown off the boat and I need to get back on track so I just want to share like my perspective and where I'm at um, and I hope that the information that I found is helpful to you. So I would say that the first instance where I showed like a sign of like an eating disorder or disordered eating was when I was 13 years old. I remember being in junior high and just randomly deciding one day like I I'm not going to eat like my school breakfast or lunch like I'm just going to skip and I'll just eat my dinner like my meal when I get home. That way I'm not going to get in trouble. No one's going to question anything because you know, like I I'm eating fine. And I can't really tell you if you were to ask me like why I decided to do that. I don't have an answer. And right now, like, as a 25-year-old, I'm really big on asking why. Like, when I'm talking to anyone about, like, what they're going through, like, I kind of ask them, like, why do you think you're doing that? And if you don't know why you're doing something, like, let's figure out why you're doing that. And so I wish that, like, I was, like, aware enough, like, at that age to be, like, why am I doing this? Like, let's, let's find the solution to the problem. Like, like, let's get going or whatever. But that was, you know, obviously, like, not a good thing. And then when I got to high school, I think, like, my eating behaviors were a lot more improved. Like, nothing major. I'm sure, well, I know, like, it sure wasn't the best because I remember like getting home from school and being so stressed out and like I'm gonna literally like eat this whole entire fridge and I think like sometimes I did eat the whole entire fridge but like that's kind of binging like you know it's not good to just engorge yourself in food constantly and it's not like a once a month or you know once in a while thing it was like it was probably like way more frequent than it should have been and I don't I don't remember how frequent it was like that's something I'm terrible at tracking because when you have like depression or trauma you kind of live day to day like you're just trying to make it through the day like who has time to like track like oh this behavior is so wrong like you're not in the headspace to do that and so now that I've reached that headspace that's kind of why I'm like going back in time and like sharing my story and journey with um health and food and disordered eating because I think that um it might reach someone who really needs to hear it. So by the time I was 18 years old, I was like 100% under the impression that like nothing was wrong with me. I was fine. I was going to college. I had good grades. Like I liked how I looked. Like I had friends. Like I wasn't as shy as I used to be. Like I was just, I was ready to go. I was fine. And I was not prepared for the amount of stress and the, like the reality of the world at that point but I was you know that's not what I thought like when I like first turned 18 and you know that's a that's a common thing like that's not like it's pretty normal and common however because there was the childhood trauma of losing my parents the household changes the 
the different things that like were traumatizing to me like when I was like younger that weren't like ever like addressed or addressed or like resolved um I I wasn't aware of like the aftermath of what could spill out if something additionally traumatizing were to happen to me and unfortunately when I was 18 I was completely completely traumatized by so many different things I'm not even gonna talk about what they are because that's how traumatizing they were to me but um, I was traumatized and I lost a lot of like the built-up confidence that I had mustered up over the years and I don't even think that it was like rock hard solid confidence like I just like felt like everything that I believed in myself was shattered and I remember like being super upset like crying at one point like I would just like go in my room and I would just like eat like a bunch of sweet foods or whatever and like some small behaviors that I had had like when I was like super like a preteen or like just entering my teen years they were just like so enhanced like the binge eating or like skipping meals there was just like the behaviors were all were all over the place and it was clear that like the problems were there they were just like way scattered and then I was left to like grasp like what was going on in my life and like what I was gonna do moving forward and I definitely was not in the headspace to be like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna go to therapy because I have an eating disorder and I'm just gonna like become so healthy yada yada like that was just like not like on my mind however I did get to a point where I was going to the gym and making definitely like better decisions with my eating but then it kind of did the reverse effect to where like then I was obsessed with going to the gym and I was obsessed with being healthy and um I lost like all of like my college weight that I had gained like within my first year of college and that was like my goal or whatever and like I felt I definitely felt better like going to the gym or eating healthy like that's always going to help your mental health no matter what however like it just was like a little light switch that went on like now I'm obsessed with like being skinny and going to the gym and I don't really care about like anything else and you know that's not good either you know you got to find like the the happy medium but like how do you get to the happy medium when you have behaviors that are just like so questionable and you're not even sure why you are behaving in this certain way personally I know that like my eating behavior and patterns over the years is a little bit complex like there I go through phases where I'm like oh I'm actually choosing to just drink water and coffee and not eat anything to where like I just want to eat everything or like just junk food to where I'm eating completely fine and I'm sure like there's huge connections as to like what's going on in my life at that time like what's triggering me what's not triggering me however recently I learned that complex PTSD has a hot like a a very high connection to um eating disorders and it's just because like you're you're using food whether it's restricting it or choosing to eat a lot of food you're actually like wanting a sense of control because you feel you feel that like everything else in your life is like so scattered and so lost and so people are using like food as like an addiction and maybe like you're addicted to like knowing that by restricting your food like you're becoming skinnier even if like you know that it's not necessarily good for your health or it it could kill you or damage you you're just not in that headspace and so 
the behavior of disordered eating is one of the things that like I want to knock out and I know I'm not going to be able to like become this just like perfect dietitian and person who's healthy and like the lifestyle guru like that's not like what I'm about like I know it's gonna take some time for me to wean off of like bad behaviors kind of like taper and like be more inclusive towards better behaviors and that's kind of what like my plan is is to really sit down and like say hey like I am constantly doing this and it is not good for me. I would like to stop doing this, but how am I, how am I going to get myself to alleviate that problem in my life or whatever is causing me to act this way and start asking questions? So there is like cognitive behavioral therapist who can help you with disordered eating, I learned, because I've been doing some research on like how can I get in touch with the right people or do the right research or help myself in like such a big way because clearly like what I'm doing is not working and I think that's a huge part in like a mental health like healing journey is you gotta admit like hey like I'm not acting right and I need to stop this and I might need help stopping this behavior but that's okay. I just want to say I have completely dedicated my life and myself to improving myself and healing from my trauma because it is something that means so much to me when I say like I was really shy when I was little and literally like wouldn't talk and I went on to go to college for communications and did public speaking and I'd like to do YouTube and podcasts now and I constantly put myself in situations where I have to be out of my comfort zone and talk to people that I don't know or even be rejected or just all of these like situations that I'm choosing to put myself on that means so much to me and so getting to share that with you guys is so important um I don't think I would have had the space like two or three years ago to get on the internet and say like hey like I have had behaviors that as far as like eating goes where like it's it's totally totally like disordered eating and like I'm okay with that like I I wasn't like at that capacity two years ago and so I just want to put it out there that like if you're not ready to talk about something openly like that's perfectly okay but I really encourage you to get to that point because once you get to that point it's like well like this is what we're dealing with like how are we gonna go up from here like sometimes you have to hit that hawk that rock bottom or even like break the glass ceiling in order to get anywhere because if you don't like you're just gonna stay in the same place be the same person you're not gonna grow like you're not gonna really face like your own demons and like we all have so many of them like let's be real and so I hope that me like being open about this and sharing this part of my life is going to help one of you whether like you're someone who's struggling with um, an eating disorder or if you know someone who like might might be or might benefit from listening to this like please feel free to share and you can share your stories with me um I'll put my email in the episode as well but don't hesitate to look up more information to learn more things about trauma or like your behaviors or if something's wrong in your life like that's okay like that's okay that that is part of your story and I I never would have thought that like having a bad relationship with food was a part of my story because honestly like so many people are like 
oh, Courtney, like, you're so pretty, like, I wish I looked like you, and, like, that's not, like, me being cocky, like, people have actually said those things to me, and I'm just over here thinking, like, (laughs) if I'm confident and truly confident, like, it took me a very long time to get there to be comfortable with, like, my own skin, and second of all, I don't feel confident at all, so I'm hoping that, like, the fluctuation and, like, the ups and downs of, like, my own story can help you, um, embrace that part in you. So, thank you so much for listening. Um, please like, share, subscribe, follow. Um, I really appreciate each of you so much.